Sunrise Radio Podcast. Good morning, Sunil, and thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Well, first of all, can you just start by telling us a bit about your background? What made you want to become a life coach? Yes, so um, I've always had an interest in uh, personal development and finding out what makes a difference in people's lives between uh, between what you know what makes them someone successful or not so successful. And a lot of the times, it doesn't just come down to to skill and talent; it comes down to mindset as well. And I always had an interest in that because throughout my uh, life and um, growing up I was always wanted to do more with myself and find out what makes a difference and it wasn't so much things I could learn in terms of more skills and more uh, abilities it was also how you can hone those and really make yourself the best you can be um, I was really lucky and fortunate to uh, to join icelolly.com um, the, the guy who set that up was a, a fantastic owner and visionary and he deserves all the credit for that business being where it is and he gave me the opportunity to um, to learn and grow with the business and I became one of the directors of the company, uh, which was a real blessing and a real honour for me. Right, okay, and it is a great time of year to have a life coach yes. on, on the st- in the studio for us, because people make a lot of New Year's resolutions, of course, this time of year. Yeah. So how would you advise people to help them stick to those goals? I think that the key with goals in general is that we are, so often we set a goal and we think we know how we're going to get there, exactly the steps that we're going to take. And the thing with any goal is that we have to be flexible in our approach of achieving it because what we tend to do, and so so many times I face this challenge with people, is that they have a goal and when things don't go exactly the way they planned the goal to, to come, they get kind of overwhelmed and think it's not going to happen. But to really achieve something, you've got to have the mindset of that. Things aren't always going to go the way you planned or the way you wanted to and to keep moving forward, even if it t- means a little step forward because you know, sometimes a goal can seem really huge and that we're not going to achieve it anytime soon and we're all looking for that instant kind of gratification. Mm. But sometimes it's important just to focus on what the next step is. Right, okay. So what do you think stops people from making change in their lives? Um, I think there's a few things. I think we, we have a fear of what might not. Uh, if it doesn't work we we constantly in this uh, never-ending cycle of trying to avoid pain and and gain pleasure so if we approach something that we fear might be painful to us in some way emotionally painful physically painful we tend to avoid doing things so a lot of the times it's that we we're too afraid to take the next step because in case we don't get what we want and we always focus on what we don't have rather than the lessons that we can learn from this or the gifts that it's teaching us because we don't grow in our comfortable moments. We grow through uh, being out of our comfort zone, but so so often being out of our comfort zone feels really uncomfortable, of course, Mm. but people want to avoid that instead of look at it as a chance to grow and improve themselves. So nothing will change if you don't step out of that comfort zone. You've got to get out of that. Exactly, yeah. I mean, mean, if you take a look at a lot of my personal uh, life and, and, you know, I don't want to make generalizations, but if you look at a lot of people's lives, the times that they've really grown and learned something is the times that they've been outside of that comfort zone. Mm, absolutely. So from your own experience, what common barriers do you see that people do place in front of themselves? I think um, a lack of belief in themselves is, is, is key, really, and that comes down to people not believing that they've got the resources inside. They look outside themselves for you know confidence or they look outside themselves for the world to change before they feel that they can change or someone else outside. And the, the real key to anyone making a real breakthrough is to understand that nobody's broken or nobody needs fixing. They've got all the power and the resources inside themselves, but they have to understand that they have 100% responsibility for how they approach life. So you can train yourself to look inwards to, to find those resources within yourself? Definitely. I think that's, uh, that is key, really. It's to The first focus for me with working with anyone is to help them understand that they don't need to learn something new, that these things are inside themselves. They might need strategies or, you know, a bit of uh, coaxing out of whatever challenge that they've got. But 
really we have everything that we need to do uh, inside us and that's my job is to make people see the best inside themselves so that they can put that forward do you have any examples for example someone who's trying to stick to a new year's resolution who is trying to attain a goal even like losing weight something like that how they can look within themselves to find that that motivation to stick to it yeah so i mean losing weight's a good one because that's a common new year's <laughs> resolution for people and um, I mean, what what it comes down to is though is to find out why you're motivated to do that because a lot of people consciously know that okay, I need to lose weight because I need to become healthier, but that's not motivating enough to stick to it. We see so often people start a diet or start a workout plan and stop, mm. and the reason is because there's they don't associate enough pain with not achieving it. So what I mean by that is if someone really looks at themselves and thinks, why do I need to lose weight? Because not only is it going to cost me my health, but it's going to cost me a good relationship with other people because maybe I'm not going to be healthy to be able to spend time with my children or play with them or go places with them or do things and it's about really understanding and, and confronting the deepest fear which is if you don't do it how bad will it get because we so often don't really confront those big problems and we just kind of sugarcoat them and think it's only a few pounds it'll be okay but really what will it cost you in the long term not just tomorrow but what will it cost you over the next 5 10 15 20 years of your life if you don't tackle the challenges you want to you have to associate so much pain with the uh, not doing the goal that you're just motivated to do it so it sounds like so much of it is to do with thinking in the long term trying to get out of that mindset which is i think in our society now a lot of it's based on instant gratification yeah just trying to step outside of that yes absolutely because we i mean today's day and age we're so we're surrounded by everything comes instantly to us mm. it's out at this generation now you know if you want to do something you can go on your phone and get the information instantly you can get you know put something on social media and people like it instantly everything's about what you can get right now in the moment and not, not so often we fail to recognize that there's a longer term uh, plan as well but the short-term instant gratification can cost us in the long term because we could wake up in five years' time thinking, well, I haven't really done anything because I've just been focused on what's been in front of my face all this time. Absolutely. And from your own experience in business and the skills you've gained as a life coach, how would you recommend people navigate high-pressure situations? So it, it's, it's a good one because we all face pressure, whether that be in business or in our personal lives. Pressure is something that we, uh, we're constantly surrounded by. I think the number one thing is that to get to the understanding that life isn't always going to be happy and go the way we want it to go there's so it's the fu the fundamental understanding of this is life will contain painful pressurized moments there's no getting away from that there's no avoiding it or trying to run away from it but it's all about how we perceive that pressure and that uh, that pain because if we look at it and we think this is bad my life's a mess everything goes wrong for me why does this happen for me those are really disempowering questions and when we ask those questions that's what we tend to focus on and when we focus on something in life we find more of it so the more we ask ourselves why does it happen to me we tend to find that negative situations keep coming at us all the time because we've trained our subconscious mind to look for those things now how to navigate high pressure situations number one is to look at no matter how painful it is what can you learn from that moment how can this situation help you grow help you be better help you learn for the future so that if you face another painful situation or pressurized situation you're able to cope and not to look at it worse than it is because we tend to look at things and think this is terrible and we, our mind goes into hypothetical mode and we start thinking of all the things that could go wrong or what it could affect but if we just look at the reality and the, the facts rather than the emotion of what's happening we can we can work with that it's when we're emotionally uh, intense about a situation it's hard to get through that
so it's important to just try and see the positive out of any situation yeah I think it's the positive and it sounds so easy to just say mm. think positive <laughs> and you know that everything will be okay but not just think positive but think about how you can learn and grow from this because it's not always going to be a, a positive thinking kind of you know this is great just chanting to yourself that these things are great <laughs> and it's, it's not real sometimes thing will, things will hurt things will make you angry things will be painful embrace that emotion but once you've embraced that start to try and look for okay so what can I take from this even if it's just a small nugget of information that you can think this will help me move forward to being constructive just be it. constructive with it because positive thinking is, is great and obviously we want to be in a positive mindset but it's not always realistic to just think positively mm. in the midst of something really challenging no that's a good point so what would be the first thing that you would say to someone who'd come to see you as a life coach who may suffer from low self-esteem low confidence how would you begin with that? I think the first thing that I would want someone to realize is that you're not alone in this. Um, it's normal. It's part of the human experience. We're not made to be robots. We're not made to be uh, not feel. I mean, you know, even when you work with a coach, the, the goal is to make you the best you can be as often as you can be. That doesn't mean that you're never going to be angry or sad or frustrated anymore. Mm. But it's about where you live emotionally. So do you live in sadness? Do you live in depression? Do you live in anxiety? Or do you live in a place of gratitude and enjoyment, but then sometimes become frustrated and angry? Because you can work with that. It's just when someone's habitually in a place, it's difficult to get them out of it and that's what coaching does but the key thing is that nobody's broken nobody needs fixing they just need help with understanding and perspectives and, uh, and something else to focus on uh, so the first thing i'd want to the message that i want to give to all the listeners and anyone who's interested in coaching or developing themselves is that have some compassion for yourself first have some self uh, appreciation and some gratitude for where you're at but there's nothing wrong with you everybody experiences up and down moments in life that's what life's about it's just how we overcome the challenges not that we don't face them right okay so for people who want to break out of these patterns that might be holding them back, how might that also improve relationships that they have with other people? I think that it, that's a, it's a great question because when we, we often, are in relationships, for example, so often people always want to blame the other person in the relationship <laughs> or say, it's that person's fault, that's all, this person's doing this to me, that's, that's why I feel Sounds like familiar this. though. Right, we all do it. I mean, it was, I've, I've, no, I've been guilty of it. But when you take responsibility for how you show up, that's when relationships really can change because we can be in reaction mode and think this person's doing this to me and that's why I'm becoming like this. But when we change how we are, we get a sense of peace in ourselves. But it also changes not just relationships in terms of friendships or partners, or whatever, but relationships in workplaces, relationships just with people in general because we're more comfortable with who we are and the more we try and push our uh, issues and problems onto other people, that's when we're not in control anymore because we're just reacting to how we perceive people to be treating us. So it's massive and this not just affects relationships, it affects um, just the, the whole, the whole every aspect that someone's involved in in their life. Um, having a perspective and a, a way to look at things differently and a, and a way to control mindset affects all those things for the better. Right, okay. And I've seen that you do offer hypnotherapy yes, as well, which right. I find very interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> could you tell us a bit about that? How does yeah. it work and so how do you use it? So, I mean, hip, uh, when, uh, when it's often when I, when I speak about hypnotherapy, <laughs> people are always like, oh, so you can make people go to sleep and act like a dog or something <laughs> like that. And, it, you know, stage hypnotherapists can do that kind of thing. <laughs> but in terms of a therapy, what hyp hypnotherapy, hyp hypnosis is a very natural experience. We all experience it daily. I mean, if you drive a car and you kind of get to a destination and sometimes you think, I didn't really think about how I got here. I just kind of did it on autopilot. Mm. And my mind wasn't really engaged in what I was doing, but I knew what I was doing. 
that's a hypnotic state so the the key to hypnotherapy is to get someone relaxed enough um, and like calm enough and get their breathing slow and really relax their mind so that they're consciously lowering the barrier because when I'm talking to you now we're consciously thinking about what we're speaking about but hypnotherapy is to remove that conscious mind asking all the questions and just to relax so that I can suggest to your subconscious mind all the things that you might have inside you or the things that you need to resolve because our subconscious mind is so powerful but we don't often use it it's using us so hypnotherapy is about going in there um, working with the subconscious mind giving it the tools and skills that it needs so that it can show up consciously right and is the way that life coaching works different for every individual or is it a one cup fits all approach it's, it's definitely uh, individual I mean I've uh, been on this journey for a, a few years now and I've never met two people that have the same approach to therapy or th the same approach to coaching uh, I think it's so important that for a coach's perspective you don't just learn one thing and then try and say this will work for everybody it's not realistic you have to look at that person's individual situation their life hypnotherapy for example might work great for someone and not at all for someone else so it's about understanding and really becoming appreciative of that person's needs and then building a coaching plan that suits their particular uh, particular values and needs right okay and i know that you said it is individual and everything like that but if you could sum up for people who do want to they've got a new year's resolution they're trying to make a positive change in the life yeah what would be the message that you'd give to them i think the, the message that i'd give to them is number one pat yourself on the back for setting that goal and having that driving determination to improve because so many people don't want to improve they don't they're, they're quite comfortable staying where they are to appreciate what you've currently got because you're you're wanting to improve but that means you're from a point that you have things in your life to appreciate and to not set your goals set set a large goal but break that down into smaller goals that are achievable so you can get into a habit of success just worry about what the next goal you need to achieve is set three things in a day that you can do that are quite small but just get in, get used to succeeding often and then you'll find that the more steps you take forward, all of a sudden you're so much further than you thought you would. But it's always important to look back and remember where you came from because when you're setting a goal, you're always focused on what you haven't got because it's, an, it's something that you're trying to attain. Mm. And so often you forget how far you have come. Sounds like some great advice. If people want to find out any more, is there anywhere they can go for more information? Yeah, I've got a website. Um, it's sunilmak.com. That's S-U-N-I-E-L-M-A-K-H.com. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all those kind of things. So if anyone wants any more information or just to get in touch, I'd, I'd love to hear from people. Okay, well, Sunil, thank you very much for coming in with some great advice for everyone, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks a lot, Liam. Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.